0: How do you take on digital marketing for your business? One bite at a time. Hey there, and welcome to the Pancake DigiBytes podcast, where each week we share tips and tricks for successful digital marketing and interview other business owners about their learning moments and successes with marketing. Here now, your host. Hey everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to this breakfast interview episode of the Pancake Digibytes podcast. Rihanna M. Hill here with the wonderful Jen Sterling, excited to interview her about her business and her experience. Jen is an entrepreneur with 30 years in the branding industry, a redhead with a love of bold color. She is working on selling her company to focus 100% on her fine art. She paints large, colorful abstracts for private and corporate collections and installation. So, hey Jen, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? Doing well. Enjoying some much-needed sunshine after lots of rain.
1: Oh, yes, please. Thank you. (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, So where in the world are you? I'm located in Annapolis, Maryland, right outside D.C. Ah,
0: wonderful, wonderful. I'm about as far away as I can get um, over in Washington on the continental United States. Gotta love oh, beautiful part of the country though. It is, it is, in very different ways. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and kick this off with a very important question. How do you like it? Sure.
1: Your oh, with dark chocolate chips and real maple syrup. Ooh, where do yeah. you find dark chocolate chips? I'm sorry? Where do you find dark chocolate chips? Oh, at the grocery store. I'm able to pull them up in dark, thank goodness, because they, they have to be dark. It just, it's the right flavor. Okay, yeah, I'll have to give that one a try. I'm gonna have to do it soon now that we're talking about them.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I always have to do this and then go eat something. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, tell us a little bit about who you are as a person. What is it that makes you,
1: you? Oh wow, well, um, I have certainly done all of the standard assessments that people do, the Myers-Briggs and the DISC and the Fascinate and the why and everything over the years. And they're pretty consistent that I'm a very strong introvert with a tendency to challenge the status quo. So um, I like to, to challenge the way things have always been done. So okay, quiet, but, but combative. <laughs> All right, I guess it all goes right. with the red hair. Yeah, I, like the, the red hair.
0: <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Wonderful. Well, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your businesses then.
1: Ah, so I have um, a current company where I do um, branding and marketing, um, also based out of the D.C. area. But my true love is the next chapter for me, which is my abstract painting and being able to do large pieces of fine art that are sold to individuals, to businesses, et cetera, um, and also applied to a lot of products and used for, you know, like boots and journals and things like that. Wonderful.
0: And you said you have a, a variety of clients
1: for that? Definitely. Um, we have, uh, I'm so used to talking in wheeze from my other company. <laughs> I have um, collectors who are individuals who like to buy and have my pieces in their homes. And then I also have companies that will buy them for large lobby installations or corporate office installations. Um, because art has such an impact on an environment and on a culture of a company. And so being able to be applied in that way is awesome. Um, In addition, it's often um, I've had people who will license a piece of art and use it as part of their corporate brand. So that's been a lot of fun, too.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, I'd love to hear more. How did this begin?
1: Um, I think, as most kids, you know, I started out with crayons when I was younger, right? And I I still have a picture, actually, of my father and I sitting on the floor after Christmas one year, putting my box of 64 colors into order. Um, You know, it definitely started early. My mom was an artist. Um, She just did it for fun. Uh, But I really just fell in love with that whole ability to create and make something from scratch, to have something that I felt come out onto paper or canvas. And um, I decided when I got to college, I didn't wanna be the traditional starving artist. So I decided, okay, I'll I'll get a a degree in art that could also be a career. So I went into commercial art and design and it lasted for about 30 years and I loved it. Don't get me wrong, but I really need to get back into the purity of, of creating art and being able to express myself that way, um, without having to limit it to what a client's business may or may not want to represent themselves as.
0: <laughs> sure. Yep. Uh-huh. I can, I can empathize with that.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's
0: wonderful. When you get to circle back around to those childhood passions for sure.
1: Oh, it's wonderful. It's, it's, it's like being a kid all over again at 50. I love it. <laughs>
0: okay. There you go. Um, that's awesome. So What has been one of your favorite memories so far as being a business owner?
1: Ooh, Um, probably a current one, a a recent one. Um, In December of last year, I did my very first art festival and I had all of my art out in a booth at at a big festival in Virginia. And this couple came in to the booth and fell in love with my pieces, which number one felt amazing, but they bought five all in one swoop. And I, I paint very large canvases. And so for them to have space for five was a big deal. And they went and they loaded them all in their car. The husband loaded them in the car while the wife was working out the credit card with me and paying for the art. And he came back in to meet her and saw a piece that I had put on the wall to fill in the hole of the ones they had just taken. And he fell in love with that one and bought that one too. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I was shocked. I was thrilled. I I couldn't believe it. And when they left, vendors and all the booths around me came over and congratulated me on having such a successful first show. I, I probably floated around on cloud nine for a good month. It was just such an amazing feeling.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's incredible. And real validation that people like what you're doing. I know I kind of felt like what was it Sally Field you like me you really like me (laughs) oh that's so cool I'm feeling jazzed and jazzed for you just hearing about it thank you so you've had two businesses that are kind of two contrasting things with both or maybe it's been different between the two but what has being a business owner meant to you uh, through those businesses
1: So um, all in all, I've actually had four companies um, and I found out very early out of school with, when I was in my first job that I make a horrible employee. So I started my first company relatively soon thereafter. And I would say the, the underlying theme across the board, being a business owner, being an entrepreneur means freedom. It means I can make my decisions of how I'm going to choose to spend my day and, and, I've seen a meme before online that says that that entrepreneurs are the only people that will work eighty hours a week to avoid a forty-hour a week job.
0: <laughs> yep, accurate. <And> it's true. <laughs> accurate. Yeah, I think a lot of us can uh, can relate to that for
1: sure. Absolutely.
0: Cool. Well, let's uh, let's get into the sticky stuff here a little bit. Um, what are some of the major challenges in your businesses? That you've had to overcome or perhaps you're still
1: working on to this day so i think one of the bigger ones um, is having done commercial branding and design for 30 years i knew what i needed to do to brand and market myself as an artist to move forward in my new business and my new chapter but having done it for clients for so long turning around and doing it for myself was harder than i expected it to be um, you know, I, I was selling a finished product by somebody else. I was a third party. I was able to advocate and, and guide and help strategize and do what they needed to do. But selling me and my product and my personal vision, it's it makes me feel so incredibly vulnerable um, in the process of doing it. And the minute you let self-doubt in, you begin to your work suffers and you have an ongoing struggle of trying to say, no, no, I really do know what I'm doing, but, oh man, do I really know what I'm doing? Yes, no, I know what I'm doing. And you just have this conversation back and forth in your head and it's, it's very stressful. So I would say that's, that's been the biggest challenge because artists already all go through imposter syndrome. Um, And so to add on top of that, the, God, I know what I'm doing. I've done this forever. Why can't I do it for myself? (laughs) Um, And, you know, I also had a staff that did it for me before. So it was easier to say, hey, here's what we want to do. And here's how we want to do it, market our company. And now I'm like, oh, I have to do the painting. But I also have to market the painting. And, oh, I also have to do the social media. And, oh, I also have to go someplace in person and network. And, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's the big one
0: that's a lot for sure and you know i think a lot of people go through that imposter syndrome but it's a little bit different when you can fall back on relaying on your hard skills whereas yes. when what you're falling back on is your own personal creativity as an individual that's a whole new kind of ah
1: oh it takes a whole lot of chocolate <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes more dark chocolate chip pancakes yes yes <laughs> Um, so you talked a little bit about your marketing, um, specifically some of the challenges you have there of suddenly having to market yourself. Do you want to, uh, go into that a little bit more detail?
1: Um, sure. I, I, I think probably it has opened my eyes quite a bit to what my clients for the last 30 years have felt. And that is that there is so much to do and so much to focus on and so much to think about, um, that you can't do it all yourself. And so knowing to, you know, say, okay, I, I am an artist. I, I know I have to do the art. That's that's a given. That one doesn't come off my plate. But of the rest of it, all of those marketing tasks, what has to be done by me and what can I source out to other companies to support me with? You know, it, my voice is important and making sure my voice is consistent across all of the various, you know, channels and vehicles and marketing and, and activities but knowing that I can build a team of people outside of my company to help me get that done is important. Um, and I, I encourage companies everywhere to remember that do what you do best and farm out the rest. It's just,
0: (laughs) absolutely. There's definitely a good time for that for, for all things. Um, in that same vein, any big wins though?
1: Oh, yes. So um, I had started doing Instagram for my art and I had set up a separate account just for the fine art and was posting pieces as I got them done. Um, And I had a piece that I wasn't sure it was finished. I, I had started it and I thought it was just the first layer and I thought I had to do more, but something made me stop. And I finally just posted it to Instagram and I said, all right, guys, is it done or not done? And one of my followers, a woman um, commented back that not only did she think it was done, she felt she needed to own it. And she'd never seen it in person. And she said, get it framed for me, please deliver it to the house. So I did. And, it, and that's a lot of trust from someone who's never even seen it in person, especially because the painting was six feet wide by four feet tall. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't a, you know an insubstantial thing. So um, yeah, I would consider that a big win. <laughs> Definitely. That's huge. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Well,
0: let's shift gears here a little bit. Uh, Some fun conversation. Always love to hear people's first jobs, especially entrepreneurs. And you mentioned you weren't necessarily the best employee. Um, (laughs) But what were some of those first jobs and how have those helped you get to where you are today?
1: So other than babysitting, um, which I think most teenagers do and at least a little bit, um, my very first job was working for a retail costume jewelry store at the local mall. Um, they're probably everywhere in every mall now. They're called Claire's. And when I first started working for them, they had just opened and they had just brought their very first location. And um, a neighbor of mine was working there and she got me the job and I had my little worker's permit because I wasn't even 16 yet. Um but I so enjoyed the the setup process and the watching watching a new business sort of develop before my eyes and, and I got to set up all the displays and you know hang all the costume jewelry in rainbow order and you know, I guess it was the beginning of organizing crayons, right? And now I'm organizing yeah. jewelry. But it was <laughs> yeah. it was really fun to watch it happen and to see what went into it. And I didn't know it at the time, I don't think. Um, but certainly later, as I owned my own business, I remembered a lot of the way things were approached or done, both good and bad, and it impacted decisions I made as I started to have employees of my own. So I I started learning at an early age, you know, the stuff that worked and didn't work. But um, yeah, I actually, I found my pay stub from them <laughs> about six months ago and posted it on Facebook because it was like... So tiny and I was thinking, oh my god. (laughs) Oh yeah. But yeah, it was it was fun.
0: Wonderful. Oh man. I got my ears pierced at Claire's a bit before I was (laughs) sixteen.
1: I was the guinea pig for people who were coming in and learning. So my second and third holes were were done by people learning on on the gun. So they're a little crooked, but that's okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a great memory to have, a great story to tell. Yeah. Well, knowing what you know now, what kind of advice would you give somebody who's just getting started or perhaps something that you wish you knew when you first got started?
1: Mm -hmm. I would say um, first and foremost, especially as an entrepreneur, if you're not scared every day, you're doing something wrong. Um, The minute you feel comfortable, things are falling apart and you just don't know it yet. So a little bit of fear is a good thing. Um, I would say that you will have days that you feel like a complete fraud. Um, stay strong, ride it out. Everyone feels that way. Even all of the successful people in your field, everyone you follow on Instagram, that looks like they're having the perfect life. They all feel the same thing. (laughs) Just be strong. Um, and last but not least, I would say even probably one of the most important is if you feel stuck, just do the one next best thing and it will get you through.
0: Okay. Oh, that's great advice. I think uh, there's cycles of those things, feeling like an imposter, feeling stuck, feeling scared, feeling comfortable. That happens every day in the entrepreneur journey, just about. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Um, well, just for fun, super random question I like to throw in here, but what is a unique skill that you have or kind of a random talent that maybe a lot of people don't don't know about?
1: Hmm. I would say making odd connections or creating ideas. Um, Brainstorming is one of my favorite things to do, strategizing with clients and such. And I've been told I have an uncanny ability to see and connect dots before other people even know the dots are there. Um, So it's served me really well in my businesses and my clients, obviously. But I would say that's my super, super power.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah, hey, fits with with the creating art piece too. Yeah. Cool. So what inspires you?
1: Oh, um, my daughter, definitely. Um, I would, nothing would mean more than for her to find her passion and make a life around it. And so I need to model that for her and and not do something that makes me miserable. You know, spend the time to really build around something that that I love. Um, Show her that it's possible and that she doesn't have to do it the way everybody else does it. know it's that challenger in me that comes out
0: hey absolutely that's uh that's fantastic um well is there anything else you would like to share with us today
1: oh never give up it'll be the best decision you've ever made in your life absolutely hands down the best decision you've ever made
0: awesome well that's really inspiring there so those who would like to learn more about you and see some of this art where can we
1: find you um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Jen Sterling Art, um, and then I've got my website jensterling.com. Um, most of my current work, especially first dibs on my current work, goes out to my newsletter um, first. So definitely sign on on the website, and you'll get to see all the new stuff before everybody else does.
0: Heck yeah! Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Jen. Really appreciate you coming on uh, on, you. The, on today and sharing all about your story.
1: No, it was a pleasure being here. Thank you so much.
0: And thank you so much to all of our listeners. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found value from today. Be sure to share this with someone if you learned something or let us know if you have any questions by visiting us on Facebook at Pancake Digital Solutions. Thanks so much.